You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. All right, welcome back to another episode of Dirty Mo Doe. I'm your man, Steve Latart, and I'm going to say, as always, because we're on a hot streak now, a very consistent lineup on Dirty Mo Doe. Look at the head on that one. We have the professor with, I'm telling you, a fresh haircut and the Emmy slid all the way to the side. And then from a new look, the other side of the man cave, we got the chopper. Chop, I like that side, the triple TV look. I like that. Yeah. It's good when you have another side of the man cave, you know? Can't it be all bad. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is a rentable man cave, right? Like all these all these listeners, they want to come hang out for a weekend down in, uh, down in Lake Norman. They can rent your yeah. man cave. Come on down to Lakeations. We'll set you up. I'm telling you, hey, right in the man never, cave. Right in the man cave. Look at look at the head. He's shaking. He's smiling. All right, let's jump right into it. I won't lie. I was a little worried with the chaos at Coda. The chaos at Coda had me concerned, but overall, minus eight minutes for the day. Minus eight. Yeah, it wasn't bad. That's not that's not bad. It, yeah, we had our bet on Reddick. We had him to win. We felt he was going to win, but there just wasn't any money to be made by picking him to win. So we fought, loaded up on all the other Toyota guys, trying to see if one could sneak by him if something happened to him. Nothing did. Good for him. I mean, he was the fastest car, deserved to win, but killed our sheet a little bit, but it is what it is. Still up for the year? Still up, yeah. Still up, what, uh, 14, I think. Slight head. We're, this is going to be a good week. Feel hey, it. you want to see a guy, you want to see a proud dad puff a little? Watch this. Hey, Professor. How did the uh, predictor model work last week? Uh, oh, um, four of the top five were predicted top five. First, let's talk about shop lost money. Let's find some people on social media that won some money. What do you think? Let's dive in here. We have a couple different ones. I like this. My man, Jimmy Oakley, he, he comes up in my Twitter feed a lot. We've mentioned him a little bit. Um, oh, speaking of, let's circle back around. Xfinity and trucks. Should we start breaking down some Xfinity and trucks? Because... Professor, what are we at? We're like three for five or something on picking winners. Yeah, we're pretty good on that one. Um, so right here, James Jackson, he had, this is why I saw it, plus 11 units. My man, James A. Jackson, congratulations. He had the dinger winning on Saturday. He had Zane Smith winning on Friday or Friday? Saturday, Saturday. Friday. Trucks were on Saturday. Someone listened to the professor. Uh, he had Reddick winning on Sunday. Sweeper. I like it. He had a sweeper. Now he does claim there are some losers. Um, this is exactly what he says. Plus 11 units after a weekend sweep at Coda, several losers in the tickets too, but we're not going to talk about those. That's my guy right there. I like it. James a Jackson. That's, that's my kind of guy. Um, what else we got? That's the DJ system. You hear about that the is, that is the DJ system. DJ shows us pictures of all the winning slot machines. He doesn't seem to send us the pictures of the losers. Um, all right, so so the professor's been pumped about this because statistically speaking, the best tracks for the predictor model are tracks that seem to run more green flag, less yellows. Last year, Richmond, at least the final stage of both Richmond races, was a majority of green flag racing. For that reason, this is like the creme de la creme. This is the Mount Everest of predictor weekends. So basically... Job. We are all in on the predictor, and if it's wrong, it's all on the professor. 
So let's jump right in the odds. Betting favorite, William Byron, Kyle Larson. We, I think we're going to say that a lot this year. Uh, Byron is technically the favorite, but I'm going to call them co-favorites with Harvick, actually. Because if you shop across the books, we'll call it a three-way favorite. Bell just a little bit behind. So let's start with the favorites. So let's start with the Hendrick team. Got their points back after the appeal. Still 100 grand short. Still missing their crew chiefs. But they got the amount of the penalty rescinded. It, uh, the, the points have gone away. Um, it's going to be interesting in the next couple of weeks what the opinion is on that. Daniel Suarez got knocked for 50 grand. Um, somehow, Denny is still only one fine in at Actions Detrimental. He has, a, I think, a, I saw, I read a note somewhere that his appeal's coming, so we'll see how that goes. Suarez got his penalty for hitting some guys on pit road. And I like Daniel, but I actually agree with NASCAR on this just because, man, it's a 3,500-pound car. If the thing goes backwards around people, it could get bad quick. Um, all right, so back to the favorites. Byron and Larson, the Hendrick guys. What say you, Professor? Should they be the favorites? Um, yes, it, but I also like Joe Gibbs Racing would be, would be who I'd put more as the favorite. wait a second. Hold out. I call bull****. You told me on the phone that Byron sucks at Richmond, and now you say he should be the favorite. What's the deal? I didn't say – you didn't say Byron. You said Hendrick. Okay, fair fair i'm sorry i'm sorry let's start with two specific hendrick drivers byron and larson they are the book favorites okay see how byron. i had to call him out chop you got a little you got a little dull over there i had to sharpen him up four out of five last week oh boy predictor never i can't wait to get to richmond so byron's probably the favorite because he led uh, over 120 laps there last year in this race finished third based off a of pitch strategy he was the best one on the one-stop strategy in the final stage and and you said earlier this week that um, Richmond's going to race more like Phoenix, right? And we saw who won Phoenix. So, yeah. so that's why he's the favorite. Byron Larson. I mean, so, okay. Man, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. When do we fade Larson? Because he's fast. This is not a speed issue for Larson. Let's be honest. If you're going off raw speed and talent, but snake bit, bad luck, bad performance, call it whatever you want. Read his finishes, Russ. Well, come on, Russ. Give me, give me uh, Larson for the year, give or take. Not year. good. Um, 18th, 29th, second at Vegas, fourth at Phoenix, 31st, 14th. So second and fourth when he finishes. Now, I know the other ones are finishes, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, Chop. Like this last yeah. week, he had to put a toe link on, made up two laps. Like, yeah. When, I mean, so when do we start fading him? And this is more of a matchup conversation. Let's talk about fading. We're going to do this on every podcast. Sports betting 101 glossary. The sportsbook doesn't care who wins. We say pick them, chop, right? That means that the odds are even. Against the spread is very simple. A unit parlay. I'm on the fade heavy train. What's the juice? Minus you're paying a percentage plus you're winning a percentage. 50 to 1 is a huge multiplier. I'm not betting anyone minus money to run top 10 at a speedway. If you're a new gambler, we're trying to make you a little bit more comfortable. Basically, fading is a good degenerate gambler term. Fading means that we don't believe it. We don't buy it. We're going against it. We're betting against them. In the racing terms, if I said we're fading Larson, we're definitely not betting for him to do anything. And in the matchups, chop, right? You'd basically yep. bet against him, maybe across the board, if you just don't believe he has it. Yep. Yeah, it's basically taking a look at just all the factors all together and saying, nah, I just he doesn't have it going. You like Hendrick and Gibbs. Gibbs won six of the last nine there. So and and I'd say this is it's a Toyota track. This is a this is a breakout week for Shopper's guy, Denny Hamlin. That's my pick. 
Yeah. Had this one circled. So, he, yeah, yeah, he, I mean, hometown race. I mean, he, he, he always runs good here, right? Yeah, he's so really let's talk about, okay, so let's talk Hamlin. Hamlin's, uh, I could find him at 10 to one at Barstool. You're definitely going to take Hamlin there. I don't even have to ask you. I know for a fact you are going to have a bet on him. like, so we sometimes talk about stats and all this stuff. Let's just talk about the ones we absolutely will have to win this race on our winning card to some level. Let's just jump right to the must have picks. Hamlin one must be on your card to win. Correct. Right. Give me the next must. Come on, Russ, jump right in. Kyle I know Bush. you have an opinion. Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, a must. Yep. Wow. Where's he on the sheet? Okay. Another 10 to one. Yeah. Give me another must. We're going to have room for five of them. Harvick. How about Harvick? Harvick? Harvick's a must. Six to one. Okay. How about some, how about, how about Reddick? Big winner last week, 18 to one. I'm going to fade Reddick. I'm the same way. Why do we both agree? He's never finished top 10 at Richmond. He's never led a lap at, on a short track. So this is what I want to say. We sat here a week ago, and I couldn't tell you how good Reddick was going to be because he was driving a Toyota. Let me tell you what. He's the real deal. You're per- turning both directions. Forget about it because he, it was unbelievable. And it was clear to me that maybe the Toyos were a little better, but it's not like you know Truex and Hamlin are slouches, and they weren't right on his bumper. Matter of fact, I saw a quote from Hamlin that said he was in the simulator, watched Truex run the speed, get in the same setup, and couldn't match it. Like, so he's the real deal. Now, after I give Reddick the credit, let me give him the backhanded compliment. Four wins, three on road courses. Like, this ain't a road course, boys. Three-quarter mile oval. So I have to agree with Russ. Until Reddick proves me wrong, I am pro-Reddick turning both directions. I'm fading him when we're only turning left. What about Truex? Come on, Truex. Russ. This would be his track. If, if we're going to... Turn something around. This is it. This is it. Eight, so the eight, predictor has – go ahead. Eight consecutive top tens at Richmond. Um, he's led a ton of laps there lately. Um, he's won, what's it, three of the last seven there. So if, if you if – you, you're a Truex fan. This is your week. Hmm. That was the most non – no, that I shouldn't say it was noncommittal. What you're saying is you don't believe it, but if you are a fan of Truex, this is your best bet. Yes. Or best track to bet. Well, uh, yes. Well, how about some value? You you don't like Reddick at 18 to 1. Um Chastain at 18 to 1. Bowman at 20 to 1. You said you liked Hendrick. Well, not that much. Okay. What about Keslowski? He can't win there. Okay. Give you I need some supporting documentation. He's won there before. Um, have you watched the last 45 races for RFK? They're starting to turn it around. He can win. I'm not. Okay. Let's let me back up. Cause it sounded like I'm hating on RFK. They can win. They have one with Busher. There are tracks. Am I missing his numbers at, at, I mean, come on, man. What'd they do last year at Richmond? This is a tough race, buddy. 13th. and I don't, last year. So I like, Okay. I like Keselowski for a top 10. He's the first uh, plus money top 10 on the board. You can get a bit barely plus, even money. I think that's an okay bet. Man, they have neutered your top 10 bets, Job. Yeah. Yeah. Suarez? Well, let's say go ahead. Because what? Because you're winning. 
Well, yeah, yeah. but no, the, you know, the, the top guys have been running the top. You know, there hasn't been a lot of, you know, a lower tier guys getting up in the top 10. So now, you know, you're going to bet yeah. just favorites. You're going to get the crappy odds. I mean, is what it is. How about Almarola? How about this? Before I bet Keselowski to win, I would bet Busher to win. Now, I, I, I still don't think that's a good bet, and I wouldn't take it at 25 to 35 to 1. I'm just, I mean, you know, I just shoot it like I straight. You know who I like better than both of them? Chase Briscoe at 50 to 1. He won at Phoenix last year. Briscoe to 50 to 1. The predictor app has him running. 11th. 11th. What's, what's the plus in the top 10, Travis? Highlight it over there. Give me it. Two, two to one for Briscoe to run top 10. Okay, I like that better than Keselowski for even money at top 10. I like Briscoe at two to, two to one. I think they have the same chance to run inside the top 10. I'm getting double my money. Busher was third there last, last summer. Oh, I knew he would find a gem. That's a gem right there. Where's he showing up on I'm the going. I don't see him. Oh, there he is, 16th. Busher? Yeah, 16th, 16th, yeah. Hold on, Bowman? I'm not prepared. How about who? Bowman. I just asked Bowman. He didn't love it. Why do I think he's good there? He won there, didn't he? He won there, but that was a crazy finish, too. Okay, so can I just... Am, am I the only one that feels like no one thinks Bowman could do anything, yet he wins three races a year? And that's not a knock. I mean, that's just like like he's a nice guy. He's not very controversial. He's like... He, he does a really good job in that car, yet I don't know. No one talks about him like he does a really good job in the car, yet he ho-hums his way to three wins a year. Yeah. Well, it's like, okay, so you look at Richmond for Bowman. He, he has a win there, right? But that's his only top five there. So it's like he, he comes in, wins a race, and then doesn't show up the rest of the time. That's him. That is it. So he wins three. So remember, we had this conversation about guys that run – if they're in the top 10, they run in the top five. That's not a Bo Bowman's almost like if he's in the top five, he wins. <clears throat> like he doesn't run a lot of second through sevenths. He either wins or doesn't run inside the top 10. It's very odd. All right. So we're going to, we're going to put Briscoe down as a long shot favorite. Austin Dillon, Ty Gibbs, Cindric, Joe Jones. Jones at a hundred to one. I mean, that's, that's going to have to get a quarter unit. Yeah, for sure. Give me some Jones numbers, Russ. Um, well, there's, there's a reason. There's a reason why he's 100 to 1. His best finish in the last six there is 19th. <clears throat> Watch me scratch that right off my sheet. Done. And in order to win there, you have to lead laps, and he's never led there. So, man, I thought we were going to find some value. So, you're basically telling me that the fast guys are going to run up front. This is a track that, that doesn't change much. If you're, if you're fast. Okay. Okay. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Okay, so just, just follow me for a minute then. Okay. Listeners are looking for some insight, some handicapping. Are you willing to say this is not the week for a long shot? Don't waste your quarter and half bets on the odds. I would not. 
I think it's going to be one of your your top five favorites. Well, I mean, right, Chop. I mean, this that that's okay to say, right, Chop? Like, because you can't say, "Oh man, McDowell won. I wasn't on." Like, you can't bet every long shot, right? So, okay, so let's go back to that strategy. Kill all the long shots, and let's yeah. say what if we, we have. Say what that if, again. What if we went to some round robin parlays? Ooh. If we've got three, four guys that we think are going to be the finisher, why don't we parlay them, round robin them, maybe in the top fives? What are the odds in the top fives? Okay. All right. Hold on. You, you, now, you're speaking my language, but I just watched Russell's eyes cross. So <laughs> let's explain this. Let me explain it for the fan at home. It's taken us six weeks, but we're finally into what Chop and I like to call the degenerate room. It's spectacular. Welcome in, Russ. A parlay, adding multiple bets together. You must win all the bets, and therefore your odds of success, you get paid more. If you put two even money bets in a parlay, let's use um, top fives. We're going to say both Byron and Larson are going to run in the top five. They're plus 130 and plus 130. So if you say they both run in the top five, you're going to get like a three and a half times your money, right, Chop? Yep, that's about right. Because two even monies would be two and 2.6 times? 2.25. Yeah. So that's a parlay. Now, the round robin parlay, Russ, <laughs> is you do a four-way parlay. And in those four drivers... You have it in every combination of two-way and every combination of three-way and four-way. So you pick four guys to run inside the top five or ten. And if they all do, a bingo, a bongo, a ring the bell. But you also have bet the combinations of threes and the combination of twos. You don't even have to do the math. These wonderful gambling apps make it around Robin for you and just tell you how much money to put in. Just a click of a button. Click, 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 click. All right, so let's talk about that. Might be an option this week, just because Uh, that's what I'm loving. Try to make some value out of these ones where we feel pretty confident. But I'm going to tell you, I think you should do it top ten, not top five. And here's why. Yeah. Well, depends. If you're going a four driver top ten, I love it, and I'm taking Harvick, Hamlin, Bush, Byron, Larson. I'd put all five of them in the top ten. Five way round robin, giddy. Up, we have that way. We have if, hit you know, if one of them drops out, you're still going to pop the other sides of them, right? So you know, if you pick you pick four or five, and one guy has trouble, we still, and as long as we can hit probably three out of those five, if four out of five is going to make serious money. Five out of five, yeah, three would be a break even. Three would be about even. So you have to get three out of the five. We have to do the math on it, but. That, Travis is over here clicking and typing, and I, I think he's searching books to, to put this in. He's got some stuff going on over here. So let, let's talk about your strategy real quick, because I want to go back to what you did last week. Um, you had a whole bunch of winners, long shots, but then you put a, one unit on Reddick who won. So let's talk about strategy. The favorites here are column five to one. Um, so does that mean you put like, follow me, a unit on Byron, a unit on Larson, a unit on Harvick, a unit on Hamlin, and unit on Bush. That's five units total. And if one of the favorites hit, it's a dead even push. Or yeah, like when you look at it a as, a, as a better. Yeah. So how would you do it as a better? Tell me your approach. So it, it, it's, it's a little tougher this week because there, we think there's multiple. Last week it was easy, right? We knew it was going to be Reddick or Byron, right? For after practice, it was pretty clear one of those guys was going to win. So it didn't do me much good unless, but then the other, the second tier guys, you get Logano at 10 to one, you get 
um, I don't have the sheet here in front of me, but you could get the guys in the 10, 12, 14 to one range where if they win, then you got then but you have to, you bet the one guy, I bet Reddick four to one figured he was going to win, but there was no value in, in loading up on him in case something happened. So we bet right. one on him just to kind of cover the other ones. And then we took shots at half units across the mid tier guys where you're going to get at least 10 to one. Right. Um, and then you throw in a couple guys that might be the 20 to one guys, right. Just to try to get a, if it doesn't hit Reddick wins as he's supposed to, it's kind of a washout. Right. But with Reddick, yep. last week, we felt so confident, you know, we knew he was going to be the man. Um, but there was real value in the other Toyota drivers. You're starting to get Hamlin and some of these guys at over 10 to one as a top Toyota. So if something happened to Reddick, he had, you know, mechanical issues or caught up in a wreck or something. Then all of a sudden those Toyota bets. So we ended up betting Reddick to win because we figured he would, but then we bet against, we bet on every other top driver as a, in a Toyota because there, there was great value there. If, if one of those other seven or eight guys would happen to win, it was going to be a nice push. You know, we, we lose one unit on Harp or Reddick, but we'd win 10 or 14 or 15 on the other Toyota guys. So that was the way we kind of tried to create some value there in a situation where we felt pretty confident that it was going to be one of two guys to win the race. This week's a little tougher because you've got, you know, as we said, there's probably four or five guys that are likely to win and their odds right. are all less than 10. So, you know, you could pick those five guys, one unit each. If any of those win, you, you, you don't have a chance for any upside. It's just to break even. And if they don't want somebody else comes in, then you, you lose them all. So I don't think that's the strategy this week on picking the winner. I agree. I agree. That was well said and well explained because that's exactly that was where my mind was. But you did a good job of explaining kind of how we got there. Uh, so let's find some value for the fans. We talked about a parlay of throwing a bunch of guys inside the top 10. Um, I'm, I'm done talking about winning and all that stuff and long shots because I don't really there's nothing there. I don't even think there's a lot of top 10 value there. Maybe the Briscoe at two to one. Do you have another top 10? Professor that I'm you like, you just can't get there, right? Like the good guys run gray here. OK, let's slide to the right on my sheet that Travis creates. It's wonderful. Let's talk. Um, oh, 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 I got the one we're going to oh, go ahead. Fire. What you got? Let's, let's bring up our buddy from yesterday, Blaney. Right. So the predictors got oh. him at third. The odds have him at probably he's at 18 to one. So there's a pretty big discrepancy there between the odds and the predictor. How so, Professor? Um, he led 128 laps there last year. Um, was on the pole, one stage one, finished fifth in stage two. Um, he just let me, let me give you the let me give you the analyst look at it, Chop. Here's the deal if this baby comes down to a 40 lap run or less, Brian Bellaney has an amazing chance to win this race because he's going to be fast. Penske, in general, now this is a very global statement, is a fire off new tire team, has always been that way. The last two races at Richmond had long, long runs to the finish, and that forced the Penske Fords to fade on those long runs. Is that fair, Russ? Yes. Yes. But at 18 to 1, here's a guy who just said no long shots. That is a mid-tier guy that you might he has got to break through at some point and win a race. He's too good. Yeah. I say win a race. He has won races, but not on this car. Him and Truex have just struggled in this car. 
I know. I don't. But Blaney hasn't struggled as much as he struggled finishing. Like he's actually looked like he should win some races that he hasn't. Truex, unfortunately, a couple, but less. I feel like Blaney's in had been in. Am, am I am I making that up, Russ? No. So I'm going to go down some different roads this, today. Then uh, let's talk about this. You had a great top ten, top twenty, top thirty, starting winning the position, winning the race. What was that stat, Russ? My starting position stat was was five of the last six short track races have been won from a starting position thirteenth or worse. But what about Richmond specifically? I don't want to tell you that one. Yeah, because it ruins what you just said. <laughs> it, it's um three three of the top f- last four have been thirteenth or worse. Okay, okay, back it down, back it down. I know you're the data guy, but you're gonna have to use English. Connect all those words where it made some sense. Both races last year were stuck were won from thirteenth. Ooh, really? Thirteenth. So. Travis, find what that book was. Oh, wait, we can't. It never comes till Sunday morning, right? Okay, back to my be consistent. Pick some damn bets and be consistent. You books are doing it to yourselves. If like, okay, how are you supposed to grow gambling? How do the NASCAR fans supposed to find a damn book if you don't have the same bets every damn week? Like, pick. God, that pisses me off. Like, it's a disrespectful for the NASCAR better. Like, come on. If you're going to have it, have it consistently. Like, don't make it up as you go. That's just dumb. Sorry for my rant. I have an idea of a strategy, Professor. Chop, follow me. Okay. I can go to Barstool, team winner. HMS and JGR, Hendrick and Gibbs are plus 245 each. Okay. You put a unit on both, and either of those teams won, you're basically a unit and a half up. My math is correct, correct? That's it. So that means that you're basically getting minus, like minus one, you're betting 200 to win 145. So you're getting like minus 130 money. Follow me, shop. You're basically getting a minus 130 money and you get all of Hendrick and Gibbs. Russ, if I said you had to pay a little juice to get all of Hendrick and Gibbs, do you like that bet in general? Yes. You're just missing. See what I did there? Yeah. So what's that? You're only missing Harvick and probably Kyle Busch of the guys we think are going to win. So I'm just saying. Yeah, it's good. I, You know. Got, Just a thought, know, Chop. You talk about creative uh, value. They're high in the predictor model. We'll get, we'll, they are. Laney and Lagan, right. third and fourth. All right. 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 Um, I was trying to see if there was a better way to do it. All right. Let's get to some other action then. Um, I think, for instance, because I'm a little bit of a... I like, I like my favorite bet on the board. And I've dug through this, and I'm going to pay the juice. Is Reddick versus Kyle Busch in the DraftKings matchup head to head? Kyle Busch at minus 135. I think that is an absolute bring it out, blow it up, hammer. Tyler Reddick is not going to outrun Kyle Busch if they both run and don't hit anything. That's my hammer of the day. What about Harvick over Keslowski? It's a lot of juice. 
I'm not paying minus 275. I'm not doing it. Way too much. Way too much juice. If anything, you want to know the honest truth? I would consider putting a unit on Keselowski because all you need to do is have Harvick have a problem. I mean, you're going to get two times your money to beat one guy. It's auto racing. The fastest guy, the best guy, it goes bad. I mean, I think that's a silly matchup. Harvick versus Keselowski. I mean, it's minus 275 for Harvick for obvious reasons. You know, Chop, would you ever just go on Keselowski just for the flyer of a two to one? Yeah. Well, like you say, beat one guy. Anything can happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Hold I don't on. Coming in. Coming in. What's that, Travis? Travis. Okay, here's the question. Here's a real question. If we say fade Reddick, are we taking Truex over Reddick? We take a Kyle Busch over Reddick? Are we taking everybody over Reddick we can find? I think I love Blaney over Reddick for sure. Blaney over Reddick? Truex is less juice. That's what I would pick. If he had four or five matchups, you pick the top two or three with odds. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put all my, you know, apples in that bucket, but I would put two or three against fading, you know, on the fade Reddick uh, strategy. So we yeah, I like it. I like it. I'll tell you the one that sticks out to me is uh, Hamlin plus one twenty over Bell. Get Hamlin plus money at, at Richmond. Seems like a good one to me. Chop. My lack of preparation is showing. I didn't see that bet. Hamlin plus money over Bell. Oh, oh Travis is out of his seat. What's up? Oh, okay. Can we have dual hammers? We're going to have dual hammers, and they Ooh. both involve Tyler Reddick. You better take this now before qualifying because it's going to go away. So this is an early bet. If you're listening to this pod and we haven't qualified yet, take this and take it now. Blaney plus money against Reddick. Plus 100 against Reddick. Take it. Hammer. Oh, look, look, at, look at Russ's eyes. See how big those I, eyes I got right that. there? His eyes got so big. I said that five minutes ago. You weren't paying attention. I, I don't listen to you. I only listen to Travis. Let's summarize this whole disaster. We're 40 minutes in. We think all the favorites are going to run well. We don't like any real long shots except for Blaney. We don't hate it 18 to 1. Not that that's a long shot, but we say we like the top five or six in the books. Chop's going to figure out how to do the math, bet it, and enjoy it. We do like Blaney. We jumped over. There's an outside chance you could take Hendrick and Gibbs together, a little bit of minus money if you took them both as a team winner. We're not sure we love that because we're scared of Kyle Busch. That's a fair fear. We love against Reddick because while Reddick is a spectacular talent, he has yet to do it at the short track or specifically Richmond. Uh, So we love Truex over Reddick. We love Kyle Busch over Reddick. We love, double love, uh, Blaney plus money over Reddick. Chop is taking Hamlin over Bell at plus money. I love that idea as well. Uh, and it, only because the odds. I mean, I think Bell's going to be very good, but plus money is a real good bet. Um, where else are we at? What else do we like? Let's talk the, about group. Um, go ahead. On the on Just, the top boards, you got Harvick being a major favorite there, but Blaney and Logano both at plus 550 as top board if something would happen to Harvick. Top Ford, Blaney, Logano plus five. So I think this is the same as what we did the other day. I mean, yeah. I, I like it. I would take both of them. Basically, you're getting plus 225 because you can't win them both, right? So you're getting plus 225. Well, yeah, I would do that because Harvick has it. I mean, Harvick's going to be good, but all he has to do is have an issue. So here's the question. Here's a serious question. Do you take Blaney Logano over Harvick or you take Keselowski in that matchup over Harvick for two to one? I like the Blaney Logano, because I don't think Harvick even has to have an issue. I mean, look, Harvick's going to be good, but Blaney yeah. could outrun him. Logano could outrun him. I mean, it's still a damn race. Listen, 
I've seen so many trophies given out on a Saturday, and guess what? That's not who gets them on Sunday. Right? There's a lot of trophies given out after practice. A lot of, oh, this guy's the best. Now, Tyler Reddick did it. He stepped up and whipped everybody's ass last week, and he deserved it. Congratulations to him. But it doesn't happen a lot. I love that top Ford. How about top Toyota? Bell, Truex, Hamlin, no value. Kill it. Chevy, nope. It's your pal Bush, if you like him. The plus 550. Plus 550. I, 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 don't, I think a top Chevy's winning the race. So I don't, I'd rather you just take Bush to win the race. Don't even waste, don't even waste your top. Your top Chevy's going to be in victory lane or second at worst. How about this? The top Chevy's in the top three for sure. Russ says a Toyota. So if a Toyota wins, Kyle Busch can run second. What's, what's Kyle Busch's top three odds? Plus 380. So it's either top Chevy at plus 550 or, or plus 380 in the top three. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. Okay, wait a minute. What am I missing here? Caesars has Toyota at plus 250. They have Toyota as the dog. Professor, should, is that the bet on the board? They're, they're going to win. Wait a second. That would, that Cut would, that, that Travis. They're going to win. That's the title of the podcast. Professor said it. Plus 250. <laughs> this isn't my hammer. This is Emmy Award winning Professor's hammer. Toyota, and I quote, they're going to win. The man doesn't speak much, but when he does, I listen. I've always said I listen to you. And here it is. Toyota's going to win. Her, the professor. All right, we're going to change all our bets soon. Not really. So hold on. If you're that, but where were you 40 friggin' minutes ago when we were talking about winners? Oh, Harvick, that's a Ford, my man. Kyle Bush, that's a Chevrolet, my man. I told you, Chopper's guy Hamlin's going to win this week. Ah, I agree. Then don't put a unit on it because if you're going to bet on Hamlin, he's going to win in his hometown and you win one stinking unit on it, please. Nice. Act like one. you care. He's 10 to 1. Oh, he, he, it's going to be a five unit week for, for. Let's sweep him. I have a serious question. This is a, I'm, I have a real question. If I took. Literally give me your top five guys. Go ahead and give them to me. Hamlin, one. Kyle Busch, two. I go Hamlin, Harvick. Hold on a sec. Travis, highlight these names as he says them over here on the sheet. Can you do that? Hamlin. Yep. Hamlin, Harvick. Bell. Okay. Byron. Okay. Larson Bush. That's okay. my five, six. That's six. Okay. So that's fine. Chop. You take all six of those guys to win, all six to run top three, all six to run top five. I don't think you take them for top 10 because they're all minus 200s. But those guys are all at least plus money if you shop the books all the way through top fives. You take all six guys for all the way across the board, wins, top threes, top fives, and see what it's going to be. We're going to check that bet. Even if you choose not to take it, that's going to be our bet. Those six guys, Travis, we're going to make our own ticket. Write them down. We're going to take all six of them to win, all six top three, all six top five, one unit Truex all the way across. Huh? That's What's that, buddy? Truex in there. Nope. He left Truex out, so I'm going to leave Truex out. I went, I, 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 what I've learned from the professor is put him on the spot because apparently he tiptoes around and makes up for the first half of the podcast till you finally tell him what's the real deal. He tells us Toyota's going to win, and then he gives us six guys, and he gives us two Toyotas, two Chevrolets, three Chevrolets, and a Ford. So, all right. We're going we're gonna to try that. We're going to test that theory. I might try it for uh, real. What the hell? <laughs> that's a yes for sure. Let's talk groups. Harvick, Larson, Bell, Truex, uh, plus two-something. I don't love them. Blaney, Logano, Reddick, Bowman, plus two-somethings. I don't love them. Kozlowski, Barry, Bush, Suarez. What's our thoughts on Barry? Josh Barry, good little short track racer. Is it fair to say Cup's tough? 
He's still, you know, he's going to run mid-pack. That's okay. I think that's fair. Am I allowed to say that sitting in junior motorsports? I just did. Um, Almirola, Briscoe, Bubba Priest. Briscoe. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hand up, hand up, hand up. I like it. Yes, sir. Mr. Professor, the man in the corner. Briscoe. Let's go, Briscoe. Group D, Briscoe. Like it. Plus 240. Write it down and ship it. Um, I like Briscoe. Group D, and it's the same odds in both books. I've checked it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Nope, nope, nope. Group F, Caesars, Chop. Group F, Caesars. Briscoe, plus oh. 420. Keselowski, wow. Busher, Almirola, Briscoe. Yeah, there you go. You like it even with Keselowski in there, Uncle Chop? I no, like I mean, it. Yeah, 420 I, is a big number. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, that's it's an odd number. I mean, it's it's monster. Hey, yeah. oh, side note, we we talked last week about how much the odds are going to change. Now, I think qualifying can move them a little bit. Let me go ahead and tell you what happened last week. Reddit came out at ten to one, and we all tiptoed around, not sure, not sure, not sure, not sure, not sure. Practice. Five to one. I mean, cut him in half. I've seen him. At, they got him down to three and a half in some places. Oh, I'm telling you. Hmm. Hmm. That's how I feel. Let's talk about some oddball stuff. Driver winning uh, both stages in the race. Nope. Okay. Nope. Winning car never numbers. Happened. Never happened. Huh? Never happened at Richmond. All right. How about winning car numbers? You don't so like the numbers? Travis doesn't like the numbers. I heard him mumber it. What's that? This, is this a fuel mount? Uh, Easy to say. No, no fuel mileage like here. No. Tire tire conservation at best. Okay. So basically, let me go it, ahead and tell you what's going to happen. What happened with, um, with Hamlin last year when he won, though? He had a, uh, he had an So here it is. You ready? Last uh, run of the race was 137 laps. Tire fall off is so severe. And the way pit road works, you cut off so much of the lap, you lose about 30 to 32 seconds coming down pit road and changing tires. That's the, that's the delta. I give up 32 seconds. So when I say fall off, I mean... After 25 laps, they look like they're in a school zone versus everybody else on new tires. Like, it's so slow. So you just do the math over 137 laps. You only have to pit once for fuel. So that's the easy decision. You split it right in the middle, put some fresh tires on. Split it right in the middle, Russ. Right in the middle. Put some fresh tires on, and you run the second half. But math will tell you that if there's you slow down enough, you can actually come to pit road a second time. That's giving up 32 seconds. And the new tires or newer tires over the course of the run will make up the difference. In the spring, it was an absolute epic battle watching Heaven Harvick chase Denny Hamlin, both on new tires, running William Byron down, trying to baby his old tires to the finish, pass him with five laps to go. I don't care what people say when they watch their race. They didn't watch the same race I did. It was a top five race of the year. It was amazing. Come back the second time, cats out of the bag, everybody pitted twice. I believe low down force, the tire fall off will be actually better. They won't slow down as much. It's less, it's not as hard on tires. I actually think you better get your pencils out. One stop might flip back to the winner. If it was two stops that was obvious, I don't think it's as obvious two stops anymore. Now, what are the challenges to one stop? You're out there on old tires. You're going to try to make lap time where these new tires are bullying their way through. It's very hard. Um, now, the flip is on new tires, you have to be the bully. Like what makes, why it worked is because it was Hamlin and Harvick. And people can say whatever they want. And this is an unpopular statement, but guess what? They're really good. Like, really good. Like, not a little. What did Jensen Button say? These drivers are good. Well, let me tell you, you go to Richmond, Hamlin and Harvick are really, really good and good in traffic. That's why the, that's why the tires are going to matter. And I'm going to tell you, that only makes Hamlin 
more of a better choice for me because he, you know, long green flag runs is going to be, I mean, that's his signature. We've seen it do it at Darlington as well. How'd I do professor? Am I in training? Would you hire me? Nope. You're great. You're great. We just don't need a caution at the end. We don't need a caution at the end. That's the oh, well, we already know that if we get a caution, your predictor's as good as toilet paper. That's not your fault. It's chaos. Look at these restarts. How can you predict that? It's impossible. Can't, can't do it. All right, we've been off the rails. This, this is either hey they're gonna win or shaking off the cobwebs. Either way, that's gonna be the name of the pod because me and Chop are shaking off the podwebs. There's a lot of different things that come out in this podcast. It's really been great. Also, be sure to check out Actions Detrimental with Denny Hamlin this week. My man, Danny, decided it was his job to go through every wreck and call out every driver who was to blame. Uh, I actually even think he called out himself at one point. So it's going to be a great listen. And as always, be sure to rate, review, and follow Dirty Mo Media wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss an episode of Dirty Mo Doe, of Actions Detrimental, of uh, the Dale Jr. Download. We got all kinds of good pods, Trav. Well, how many are you responsible for over there, Travis? Just this in Actions? Oh, so... Who knew that the gambling ones were getting you you in the least amount of trouble right now? Oh, no, we're good, guys. It's been great. Let's review. It's going to be a toy to win per Russ. They're going to win was the quote. Chop is going for the Hail Mary. Six drivers across the board all the way through the top five. Um, We're fading Redick. Uh, I think that's it. I covered all. That's the bulk of it. We're still up for the year. So you guys that pick and choose your races you want to follow, don't blame us. You got to bet every week and you got to stay consistent every week. You got to believe in the system. For the man, the chopper, and old smiley Emmy Award winning the professor, I'm your host, Steve Latart. This has been another Dirty Mode Dough. Check out Dirty Mode Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.